This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with Gemma Miller. I am Gemma Miller. I really need to get better at doing these introductions because honestly, I feel like every single week I am so awkward in these and I'm not sure why. I also, I know I said last week about my voice, but I feel like this week it's kind of even worse. Like I keep getting really croaky sounds, but you know what? I feel like when I do get ill and I get like this kind of croakiness to my voice, I really like it. I feel so good, (laughs) you know? (laughs) I kind of never want my cold to end sometimes when it gets to like this stage. Um, But yeah, I'm still not doing great. It's been a whole week and I'm still not like 100% better, but we're getting there. I'm just kind of like living my life despite the fact that I'm not feeling 100%. But I feel like that's what we kind of just have to do you know like I can't exactly pause my life whilst I'm ill anymore you know like when you're a child and you can kind of have a day off of school and stuff like that I feel like when you get to adulthood that kind of becomes a lot harder to just do without feeling guilty or without having any consequences to your actions you know um so yeah I've still been like getting up to things and bits and bobs and I actually had quite a busy week this week of like university and working and I did a really fun thing this weekend me and Sam on Sunday night it was like really last minute we only booked it like a week ago maybe two weeks ago and we went to well I keep calling it a concert Sam tells me it's not a concert but it was like an it was Ash Beck the artist Ash Beck it was his like tour that he went on um and so we went to like his last night that was in London it was really great. Like we got the train up after I finished work on Sunday and then we kind of chilled. We went to a chicken shop, had some dinner, then went to the, it was in the dome in London, which actually was really nice. But the funniest thing, and this always, always happens to me. And I feel like this is a part of growing up that is, I really appreciate it, but I know some people get so annoyed. Basically we were were like getting towards the door And the security guard kind of walked down and was like, right, everybody, if you look young, get your ID ready, that sort of thing. And so me and Sam always have this like ongoing joke now because like when you're 18, you expect to get ID'd everywhere you go. 
it's just natural. Um, but as we've both gotten a little bit older, like he's turning 23 next week and I'm obviously 22. Um, so there's like 10 months in between us. But as we've grown up, he seems to look a lot older than I do. I've still got a very baby face and so it kind of works for us like when we're like buying alcohol in tesco or in a shop we don't really get id'd anymore because sam looks older and therefore when i'm with him i look a little bit older but obviously we're in this queue to get in to the place and i we were kind of just joking around and saying like right are we both going to get id'd like let's see what happens i was convinced he wasn't going to get id'd and i was and then we walk up to the door. He goes to the male security guard to get searched. I go to the female. If you've been to a club before, you know how it works. Um, and so I walked up to the lady and she was like, right, how old are you? I was like 22. And she looked at me like she just did not believe a word that was coming out of my mouth. And she was like, I'm going to have to see some ID. I was like, that is no worries at all. I pull up my ID, show it to her. You can see her face when she actually realises I am 22. And she was like, oh, you'll, you'll appreciate having a baby face when you're older. <laughs> and I was like, no, I actually genuinely really quite appreciate it now. Because even though some people get really irritated when they get ID'd, I kind of take it as a bit of of a compliment because especially the older I get obviously uh, well for most of us we do age like we start to look a bit older but I feel like having a baby face like as you get older it's a compliment like I'm excited to see at what point in my life do I stop getting ID'd you know like it's right now 22 I'm still getting ID'd that's fine I really I couldn't actually care that much it was just so funny and so me and her kind of had a little discussion about it, like having a baby face and everything like that. She was really nice. Like she was a lovely lady. And then we get into the building and obviously I check with Sam and he had not been ID'd, which was obviously going to happen. I'm not sure why. For some reason, he just looks older than me, even though there's only like 10 months in between us. So there's not really a lot in it. I just have a very much baby face, I feel like. And I'm definitely going to appreciate it the more and more I grow up. I just thought it was so funny at the weekend that I, I literally predicted it. I was like, I know I'm going to get ID'd. But her face, when I said I was 22, she was just so shocked. And I thought, oh, I clearly look like I've just turned 18. But it was just so funny. And that's definitely a part of growing up that I am like not excited for that's a very weird thing to be excited about I'm just I can't wait to see at what point I stop getting ID'd like when will I finally look old enough to not get ID'd and also I am aware that it's think 25 um it's not oh do they think you're over 18 it is a think 25 system so that at least here in the UK I know in other countries it's obviously different because the legal age is different and everything like that but over here we have like a they will ID you if you look under 25 rather than just if you look under 18, you know. Um, so, yeah, technically they should still be IDing me, but they also should be IDing Sam. So it's like a funny, it's so funny. Clearly he looks over 25 and I look like 18, like freshly 18. It is ridiculous, but it's so funny. And that really, like we were proper having a little giggle about that, but it was such a good event and it was like really fun. Um, but then I obviously had uni on Monday. So it kind of set me up for a little bit of like a busy start to the week. But do you know what? 
it was a great time. So I don't regret any decisions. I had an amazing time. And it's like, it was one of those moments where it was like, oh, we don't have any responsibilities. So why are we even considering not doing this? Like, we might as well just go. Like, we're not doing anything Sunday night. Let's just go. Let's have a great time. And then we'll get on with it on Monday sort of thing. And it was really, really nice just to do that and kind of live just live a little bit more I'm definitely trying to take advantage of those moments a lot and we've actually got even more of that coming up kind of next week because I'm going away to Brighton which is very fun so on Sunday like the day this podcast goes up I am in Brighton we're heading up to Brighton on the Sunday and we're going to stay until Wednesday and I love Brighton like it's one of my favorite places so I'm really really excited to like just have a few days to just enjoy myself we are going to get some work done whilst we're away because obviously I'm still in uni this term like it's we're still well not we he Sam doesn't go to uni but I've still got a lot of uni work to be doing and things but we're going to do it in like a fun way and we're going to do fun things around it and we're just going to kind of like have a great time and we're going for Sam's birthday so it'll be really really fun but yeah that's been my week I'm kind of just getting ready for going to Brighton now getting super excited about it but I hope you've had a really good week as well this week I hope you've been up to some great things and just really having the time of our life as we come into these colder months I hope you're getting all cozy have you turned the heating on yet because I feel like that's a big question at the minute in my household we have not turned the heating on yet we are living in dressing gown and even my dad has been working in his coat some days so yeah that's the level we are at in my house right now but it's so so funny we're seeing how long we can push it before we actually have to turn the heating on you know but Anyway, this week, I really want to talk about something that I've kind of been debating speaking about for a a long time, that is, it's a hard topic for me to talk about, because it's kind of had this, like, hold over my life for years, like, ever since I was, like, 17, so even before I kind of officially became an adult, and that's been my struggles with spending my money. Now, If you've been watching me on YouTube, if you've come over from that sort of like side of my life to listening to the podcast, um, you'll know I do a lot of haul videos or I did do a lot of haul videos. I've kind of tried to stay away from that lately. Um, But just in general, I have spent so much of my money on clothes and shopping and on well, yeah, literally just clothes and like stuff that I really don't need, like shoes, coats. I have Lord knows how many coats I have right now. Like it is absolutely crazy. It's way more than one person actually needs. But I didn't kind of really address the fact that actually it was a bit of a problem until maybe a couple months ago. And even then, when I first kind of noticed it was a problem, it's still taken me all of these months to sort of start to figure out a solution and start to get better with it and I think that kind of that first big step was definitely realizing there's an issue and realizing right okay something is not quite right here and I'm not I'm not doing as well as I thought I was doing you know because I think a lot of the time uh, if you have a really bad 
habit, it is kind of a reflection of how you're feeling on the inside. And there's a lot of triggers that you need to address and there's a lot of things that you need to work through. But being aware of it is kind of the first step. So I want to say about three months ago, I kind of made the decision that it was a problem and it was something that I needed to sort out now. Otherwise, I was never going to sort it out. I've got the time to sort of try and fix the problem before it gets even worse. And I think a lot of it for me has been like money management because I started officially working when I was like 13. I worked for my school. Um, It was like a really cute scheme that they run at my school where you can do litter picking for money. And it was really fun and it kind of got me earning like a very, very, very small amount of money. But it still taught me that like hard work gives you money and it was a great thing to learn however I would spend all of that money I would never save it I would never even think to save it and I think from that point it kind of put in place my relationship with money that I was in my head I'm always going to earn more money So therefore, I might as well just spend this bit of money that I have. And that's a bad mindset to be in. It really, really is. But that's just the mindset I was in. And it kind of just solidified as I grew up and as I carried on working that I was always getting more money. Like each month, I was going to be getting another pay. Like every single month, I was going to get more money. So therefore, why would I not just spend it? Because it's there. And I didn't really learn the fact that actually the money is not always going to be there you know like there are going to be times where I'm out of work or there's going to be times where say I lose my job and then I'm in big trouble because I didn't have an emergency fund and I didn't have things in place to like save up the money that I was earning and I've been earning good-ish money like I've been earning okay money I've been earning money that I could be saving but I just wasn't. And that's not a very good like habit to be in when you're in your early adulthood, because that's just going to solidify as you grow up and it's just going to carry on kind of being your mindset. So I kind of took like a big step towards actually getting a bit better with it. So throughout the whole of September, I kind of tried to do like very conscious spending. So I wouldn't shop early in the morning. I wouldn't shop late at night. I would only shop around lunchtime. If I was going to online shop, that would be the period that I would do it because that's kind of when I'm in my clearest mindset. So that was the first thing I did in terms of spending. I then also started saving my money in ways where I can't access it. So like at the minute, I've got a bit of money in like a six month ISA. I cannot touch that money, otherwise it doesn't earn the interest, right? So therefore, that money is away for six months and I physically cannot touch it. And I mean, it's not earning me amazing money, but it's just literally physically getting it out of my eyesight so that I don't kind of realise that I have that money that has been actually really, really helpful. And I've kind of done various different savings accounts and things like that. You've got to look around for the best thing, but that's like a whole other situation to do with money that honestly I am not I'm not prepared enough to talk about like I'm not very well knowledgeable in the world of money I kind of just do whatever I need to do you know (laughs) and now coming into October 
having set those like quite good habits into place over September I now did a massive clear out of my room I know I spoke a few weeks about about like becoming a bit more minimal within my life I did the biggest clear out I think I've ever done and it feels like a real cleanse it feels like my soul has just been completely cleansed and I'm kind of like coming into this new version of myself and this new chapter of my life and I've started selling more of my clothes which is something I've done for years but I've actually I'm starting to sell a lot more and then actually shopping wise this month my aim is to only stick to either more sustainable brands or and this is kind of my preferable way of shopping at the minute is secondhand clothing so I use Depop and I use Vinted. I kind of lean a little bit more towards Vinted just because there's a bit more protection for both the buyer and the seller. So I sell my clothes on Vinted and then I also shop on Vinted. This is not sponsored. If they ever wanted to sponsor me, I would jump at the chance because I have used Vinted for years and years um, and I absolutely love them as a brand. There's so much protection in there for everybody involved. It is just amazing. So I've bought a few more bits. Like the other day, I got a cute little dress for Brighton on Vinted. I'm just hoping it comes on time. I think I might have ordered it a little bit too late. But do you know what? It's fine. If it doesn't come, it doesn't come. If it does, that is great. But I'm really just trying to shift my focus with money into saving for like bigger picture things rather than just aimlessly spending on a new t-shirt or a new pair of jeans or a jacket that realistically I don't need. I've been having so much fun this summer going traveling and doing new experiences that I really want to start thinking about right those things kind of require you to save a bit of money. So I'm trying to save more money for those things and save money for other things as well like I want to do a master's course which requires a lot of money I want to rent somewhere eventually I want to move out so I need a bit of money for that there's like little things that I really just need to be saving my money for rather than spending in it spending it just randomly on a bunch of different things you know um so it's definitely been a big mindset shift that I've kind of had to go through but I think when we're young, and I see a lot of this on like TikTok, on Instagram, of people talking about the fact that they spend too much money, but you kind of do feel like you can't stop. It's like a never-ending cycle of, with fast fashion, new things are coming out every single day, so therefore you feel like you need to be buying new things every single day, when actually that's not the case at all, and you you don't need new things in your wardrobe I can tell you from somebody with way too much experience on thinking you need more less is a lot better than more when it comes to clothing it will give you so many more options it will make you feel a lot less stressed when it comes to picking out an outfit it's just kind of getting your mindset in that place where you can do that that makes sense I hope that makes sense because it's definitely been something that I've had to be thinking about and I have just rambled for way too long so we're going to go to a break and then when we come back we're actually going to talk about the steps to growing up and breaking bad habits. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I really feel like this is going to be a slightly longer episode today because clearly I've got a lot to say on this topic. It definitely has been something that's ta- kind of had this hold over my life for so long that it feels really freeing and it feels great to talk about it and kind of lift this weight off of my shoulders and like share it with you because I know especially as a young woman I feel like there's kind of a pressure on us to wear the best clothes and wear new clothes and follow the trends And that really doesn't need to actually be there. And I think you kind of need to take yourself away from that. And I think social media is such a big part of it that obviously social media is never going away. So it's finding a way to kind of grow up around social media in a way that it doesn't control your life. And so it brings more positives to your life than it does negatives. For a long time, social media for me has been such a negative place that I'm really trying to just consciously step away from the negative side and look at social media more positively because it's got some great benefits to it. But definitely it was a negative, the effect it was having on my shopping. So I want to talk about the steps as we grow up and as we try and break some of these unhealthy habits that we maybe set about when we were kids, maybe we set about when we were teenagers that kind of have come with us as we've grown up but actually now we're realising they're not healthy and we need to sort them out. And so for me, that definitely has been my spending habits. It's been my, in a sense, my addiction to shopping has really just taken over my life. So the steps that I've been taking so far, and obviously they're very specific because it it, it relates to shopping for me, but I tried, I sat down and I sort of try to think what are my triggers to shopping so when is it that I think in my brain I need to shop I need to spend more money at what time of day is that when I'm doing what activity does that happen so for me when I'm scrolling through my phone on Instagram on TikTok watching YouTubes if I see people in an outfit I really like it gives me a little bit of a trigger to want to go and buy that outfit or buy a new clothes and then once I'm on the website looking for just that one top or that one jacket I then look at more things and then I add more things to my basket and it kind of spirals but that main trigger for me is when I'm on social media and I don't even notice it happens I'll just really like a jacket or like a pair of jeans go straight to the internet 
and that's it I'm online shopping and then I've fallen down the rabbit hole so I've tried to really limit that trigger for me so it started off with a few things I first off went through my promotions on my email account so obviously whenever you shop with a brand or whenever you sign up to get 10% off or anything like that, you're going to receive promotional emails. That was another trigger for me. So the first thing I did was unsubscribe from all of the promotions that I didn't want to be receiving. And to be honest, that did include most brands. Just in this initial stage to kind of really take myself fully away from shopping, I just unsubscribed from as many promotions as I could and then on social media I started following some more sustainable Instagram accounts and people who make it more common to re-wear the same clothes. Right, this is a very important thing that I think more influencers need to go towards. We kind of need to, this is all of us, we need to make it more of a common thing to rewear the same items of clothes more than once. Because the more you do that, the more fun it gets and you can play around with it a bit more, you can get a bit creative. And it's actually really fun to do to rewear your clothes and stuff like that. And so it really has just changed my overall outlook on creating outfits and on shopping in general because I don't feel the need to shop as much because I'm constantly being influenced to re-wear the clothes that I've already got in my wardrobe and to re-wear them in different ways for different occasions. It's just been really, really helpful and it's also brought out this fun creative side to putting an outfit together that I really, really love. And I am trying to work on now healing the source of the problem which for me, I've kind of identified as a self-confidence issue and that I feel like I'm not good enough if I don't own new clothing and if I don't follow the trends, then I'm not going to fit in and I'm not going to be, like, I'm not going to look good and people are going to judge me for if I'm wearing something that is maybe slightly out of fashion in, like, the typical fashion sense. But that's not a good way of looking at things that's not a good way for me to be feeling about myself I should be confident enough in myself that I can wear whatever I want to wear regardless of if it's a trend regardless of if it went out of season five years ago it shouldn't matter because if I want to wear something that is fine and I don't need to keep up with the trends I don't need to constantly be shopping in order to feel good about myself so I've really tried to work on finding ways to build up my self-confidence and I'm saying like affirmations in the morning and I'm kind of manifesting these things for myself every single day and like just taking very small steps into kind of realizing that shopping is not gonna change who I am if I don't shop for a week it doesn't make me a bad person it doesn't make me any different it doesn't make people judge me at all it is okay and it's kind of just changing that just way that I feel about shopping and kind of making me realize that I just don't need to be doing it as often as I have been because I want to be re-wearing clothes 
in a good way that is going to be better for me. It's going to be better for my bank account. It's going to be better for the environment because constantly shopping is such a bad habit for so many different things that it's not been easy to change, but I am getting there. And it's kind of one of those, you've got to take it one step at a time. And I think that's the way in any sort of an addiction that we have, whether it be to sugar, whether it be to exercise, like whatever it is, if you want to change that, it literally is just taking it as a, oh, today I managed it. So therefore tomorrow I'm going to manage it again. And then you just keep taking it literally one day at a time. It's been, I think that's been the most helpful thing, kind of not looking at it as a big picture, but looking at it as just a daily habit to keep doing, that it's not a daily habit to shop anymore. So I just keep it one day at a time. And that is literally the next step for me, literally just taking it one day at a time, the small steps. And it just really adds up. And that is all I'm doing. I'm not a professional. I don't really know exactly what to do in these situations, but they've been the steps that I've done. Um, If you do feel you need professional advice, I really would advise you to go and seek that because especially when dealing with a sort of addiction, when dealing with a really, really like unhealthy, bad habit, it sometimes can be better to talk to a professional and kind of have somebody to guide you through it. And I think that's definitely going to also be a next step for me is actually seeking some advice and seeking some kind of just proper professional help, going to counselling and just getting some help to kind of heal that heal the cause for the habit because there's always an underlying reason we do things. Every single thing we do has an underlying reason. So for me, my very unhealthy shopping habits is a case of me not being confident enough in myself to just wear whatever I want to wear. And that fear of not fitting in when actually it's okay to stand out. It is okay to not fit in with everybody else. And I definitely need to move away from that mindset. But as I was saying, it literally is just taking this all one step at a time. And we'll get there. We will definitely get there. So that's kind of been the way I've been dealing with this. It's been something that I've been doing for a long time now. It's taken me a few months to get to the point where I kind of feel okay enough to talk about it and to actually share it because I think it's important for us to share these things as a lot of us have the same problems a lot of us have the same unhealthy habits that we've kind of created and it's good to address them together and work through them together and kind of create this little community of it so this is where I'm at right now and I'm just going to keep taking it one day at a time. So uh, we're now going to go to another break and then we've got a really interesting listener dilemma today about getting the ick after a two-year relationship. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So today's dilemma was sent to me on my personal Instagram. However, you can also follow the podcast Instagram, Somewhat Grown Up with Gemma Miller. The at is swgu dot with gm if that makes sense. Um, I think you can just literally put in somewhat grown up with Gemma Miller and it will come up, but I'm not sure. I don't really know. Instagram never really works in my favour. But yeah, this was sent to me on my personal one, but you can also send them to me on the podcast Instagram. It's whatever you fancy. So this week's message says, hey Gemma, I've been loving your podcast lately and have listened to the advice section But I'll be honest, I've always thought, oh, that would never be me needing to write in with a dilemma. Not that there's anything wrong with doing that. But basically, I jinxed myself and now I have a massive dilemma I need your help with. Me and my boyfriend have been in a two-year relationship. We met on Tinder, had a couple dates before making it official, and then the relationship moved pretty quickly after that, and we've been living together for almost six months now. Whilst at the time, I was so excited to be making these big moves with him and thought our relationship was perfect, I'm now realising he really gives me the ick. It is the little things that he does like the way he sits on the sofa lately, the way he calls his mum every day for at least an hour, and he has this routine when he makes his coffee, which if you interrupt him, he complains about for days after. These are things that never used to bother me, but now I have this gross feeling whenever I see certain things and I don't know what to do. Can I just get over this or is this seriously a bad sign? Now, I am not sure what exactly you should do in this situation. And this is 100% down to you on how bad you think these icks are. And do you think you can recover from them or do you think it's going to get worse? Like, are you noticing more things every single day or is it only a few things that you think maybe if you sat down and had a conversation with him about, we could maybe kind of tweak and you could maybe even see see the reason why he does certain things. I think it's so funny you say about the way that he sits on the sofa. I completely understand where you were coming from. I think boys, sometimes they sit very strange, right? At times, I don't know why. I'm not sure what position he's sitting in on the sofa, but it's so common to get the ick literally at any point throughout a relationship, I feel like. Obviously, a lot of people sort of get it on the first few dates. And then obviously, it's not as big of a problem because you don't have to speak to that person again. But obviously, you've been with this person for two years now. You've been living with them for six months. Do you think you can move past this or not? I feel like it's just the most important thing for you to really sit down and think about. I'm not sure if some of these I don't think I personally could move past. 
I don't really... The fact that he calls his mum every day for an hour, I feel like maybe is if you had a conversation with him about it and said, look, this is making me feel a bit uncomfortable. Maybe you can work on a work on a common ground. Like maybe he can limit it to every other day or maybe just for 10 minutes rather than a whole hour every single day, you know, like just tweaking it a little bit so that you find just like an even area of compromise. You know, because a relationship is all about compromise. But the fact that he will complain about something for days after just irritates me on another level when I'm not even in the same situation because you interrupting his coffee routine really should not be something he feels the need to complain about for days. But I feel like there's something underlining there on his half. Maybe this time to make his coffee... Is like his own personal time and it really means a lot to him that me and you can't really see why because to be honest I don't really understand why if somebody interrupting your coffee routine would be that annoying that you have to complain about it for days after but maybe there's some sort of an underlining thing here that if you like sat down had a bit of a conversation with him about it might make it easier and just sort of like not not communicating with him that look I've got the ick this is a problem but just in a way of look you're doing a few things that I'm kind of just noticing and I want to sit down and I want to talk about them and just see where it goes I definitely wouldn't tell him you're starting to get the ick because getting the ick I do feel like it's something that is very hard to come back from it's going to take a lot of communication it's going to take a lot of work to get to the point where you no longer have the ick at the stuff that he's doing. But maybe just having that initial conversation will give you a bit more insight into whether you feel like you can get past this or not. Because if you don't feel like you can get past it, then maybe it is just time to move on. You've been together for a long time, but do you know what? Sometimes things just don't work out. You know, let's just see where it goes And it definitely is just 100% down to how you're feeling. Do you feel like you can work through these things or is this a seriously bad sign? It's 100% how you feel in this situation. But there are a few things that he's doing there that I definitely agree would give me a little bit of an ick, would give me a bit of a, "Mm, can I be with this man for the rest of my life? Am I going to have to be listening to him chat to his mum for an hour every day? definitely would start to get annoying. I can see 100% where you are coming from here. So good luck with it all. I hope it goes okay. Give me a little update on how you are doing. I hope you're doing all right. And honestly, everything will work out the way it's supposed to work out. You just kind of trust your gut and go with it. What do you think you need to be doing in this situation for you? Put yourself first. What do you need? So this has been a slightly longer episode today, but that has been all from me. I hope you've enjoyed and I really hope you have an amazing week next week. I hope it brings everything that you've been looking for in your life to you. I feel like I'm feeling the good vibes about next week. I'm not sure why. For me, it's been a stressful week this week. So I feel like next week, It's going to be all about the positive vibes for me. So I will check in with you and we will see how next week goes. 
Bye.